With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Are you ready to take a bite out of the competition? Are you looking for ideas to make your business better? Welcome to the Core Business Show with Tim GK. Sponsored by Apple Capital Group. At the core of every successful business, you'll find people making a difference. And with each episode of The Core Business Show, we talk with those people, examine those ideas, and explore the strategies that make them special. Now, the host of The Core Business Show, Tim Jacquet. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to another edition of The Core Business Show. I'm Tim Jacquet, your host. Today, we bring in back Dr. Sylvia Affair. She's talking about her new book, Let's see how women leaders make change. If you want to join in the conversation, please call 347-324-3460, or you can post a question in the chat room or email us at info at thecorebusinessshow.com. Dr. LaFerre, welcome to the program. Thanks, Tim. It's great to be back. I guess, tell us about the your new book. Uh, how did you come up with the title? Um, kind of tell us that journey. Well, it's interesting, and I've always been able to look at trends, and no shock to anybody that right now women leadership and women in business is is a big, heavy-duty trend. There are more of us in the workplace than ever before, and more women are moving into positions of pretty high power in terms of making decisions. So I started to look at where we've been, you know, looking back at the women's movement and where we are and where we need to go. And I spent a day thinking, what is it that today's woman needs to be or is to make change happen? And I tooled around the Internet for, oh, I don't know, an hour and a half, and all of a sudden I saw the word gutsy somewhere, and I thought, that's what we need, gutsy. And I've been asking people, men and women, what their definition of gutsy is. So let me hear yours. What do you think gutsy means? Gutsy. Uh, let's see. I would think of gutsy is not necessarily uh, uh, aggressive, but a, not a risk taker. Um, but in one sense, I guess a person that will, uh, will take the bull by the horns and direct it. Beautiful. That's a perfect definition. And it really is about stand up and be counted, speak out. In this day and age, that's what we need. And so I started to do all the the research to really look at what kept us back for so long and what is happening that makes the change able to be part of today's society. And I think that the younger people growing up, the younger girls are learning very different things than I learned, you know, many, many decades ago about being uh, proper and being quiet and fitting in. Uh, today's girls are much more gutsy. So that's where uh, the the whole essence of the book came, and the cover is so much fun. It's kind of a very 
bright egg breaking open with the word gutsy and many colors coming out of it. And the idea is we have broken out of the past and it's our time to be heard. Wow. Do you think that, you know, uh, if you go back a few years ago, um, let's, let's go back to the 80s, and there was this glass ceiling that was up there for uh, corporate America, and no one can break the glass ceiling. And all of a sudden, within the last 20 years, the 90s and this current decade, that women pretty much is holding a lot of leadership position across every facet, every industry in the world. Well, I think one of the things that began to happen is it takes a long time to create a firm foundation. So you have to go back to the 60s and the time when, I mean, we were, you ever think about anybody who signed something Ms. MS, not Miss, M-I-S-S, or Mrs.? There was no such word till the 60s came, and we began to say, wait a minute, we don't have to be known as either married or not married. We can be known as who we are. It took a long time for that foundation to get built. And there were people like Gloria Steinem and Bella Abzug. And one of the quotes I have in the book from Bella is, we have come down from our pedestals and up from the laundry room. <laughs> <laughs> So there we are, you know, we were either put in this place of, of we're, you know, kind of special and and delicate, or we were the drudgery workers, and many women bought into that, and there were very definite roles that we had, and as I work in, in both Don't Bring It to Work, the, the book we talked about last time, and Gutsy, mm-hmm. about the behavior patterns we learn from our original organization, the family. And for many women, the role of pleaser or rescuer or martyr was taken on very early, and we learned to not speak up or to do everybody else's work for them or to be the one who would have to save them, but we never then had energy for ourselves. And I don't want to make us into victims. I'm saying these roles were given to women. Now, I want to say, Tim, that this book, Gutsy, while it really is for women to do a deep dive in in a very personal way to look at where they were and where they are and where they want to go, I've had enough men tell me that it has been very, very insightful for them to understand the women in their lives from a different perspective. Wow. That's that's really amazing. Talking about that, I know you have uh, three points in your book, uh, observing, understanding, and transformation. Can you kind of lead us into how did you pick these particular patterns and kind of tell us uh, something about each one that guides them? Sure. Well, what what I started to see, as I said, is that we did pick these patterns, not consciously. It was sort of like we were given a deck of cards and said, all right, mm-hmm. pick one or two or three, and everybody in a family does that. And so once you can begin to see that that's what happened and that's what we have brought into our present-day workplace with us, That's the observing part. Once you can observe 
these patterns and say, yes, that is me. You know, I was um, or have been have a tendency to be a pleaser, which is a big one for women. Once you can observe it, name it, and say it, it loses its hold on you. It's not as tight a knot. Then you have to do a bit of a deep dive, which is what in the middle part of this book I offer to women, is to look at all the things that helped form them as they were growing up. So there are lots of questions in there, and you mm-hmm. can look at different phases You know, it's interesting. It's like looking at what were the messages when you were a toddler and the whole idea of pink and blue, and I'll talk about that in a minute. You know, what happened as a teenager and, you know, as a grown-up, what did you keep with you and what do you want to really get rid of? Then you begin to understand that this was really conditioned in you both from family and from culture, and often those things have set in motion the deeper way we behave, the knee-jerk way we behave. Then mm-hmm. we have the opportunity to, to transform. So I call it the out technique, observe, understand, and transform. We can take those patterns and turn them to what I call their positive and healthy opposite. So wow. that's kind of the, the, the essence of where the book goes and It really does. um, It was interesting because I asked one of my daughters if she would, who who is better in English, she's going to be writing her own book very soon. She's better in English than I could ever hope to be. And uh, (laughs) she called me the other day because she said, look, you know, here's a sentence that, you know, I, I need you to check out and tell me what you meant by that, so forth and so on. But she called me the other day and said, you know, Mom, I was really thinking about some of the things that formed me, and she had some questions, and her questions were, okay, so how do you transform? You say strength training, how do you transform it? And the way you transform these patterns is by doing some hard work. Example, the pleaser transformed becomes a truth teller, and most pleasers their tendency, if you ask them something, is to say, sure, yes, fine, whether inside they're kind of simmering, or but they won't say it. You become a truth teller, and you have to take little bites, and a little bit at a time you start to tell the truth. No, that won't work for me, or um, I-, I can't participate in this project. I have too much on my plate, or my work-life balance is so out of kilter that I'm going to kind of uh, dialed back some of the things I'm doing to be at home more, whatever it is. But instead of holding it in, you begin to say it. You do it a little bit at a time. That's why I call it strength training. A little bit. You can't pick up a a 200-pound weight the first time. You start with five. So a little bit at a time. What, if you look at both genders, men and women, and you have the the tortoise and the hare, and they're going to end up at the same point, at almost near the same time. But it seems like women will take their time methodically and go through the process to get there, and men just rush through it. Uh, they incentivize in one way to to get this particular option, but they go through this fast pace and all this uh, direction but they end up at the same point. What's with women that that take their time, like the tortoise, and just 
go to a steady pace than versus rushing things uh, at random, if that makes sense. Well, it makes sense, and I think it goes back to something that a lot of researchers are pointing to at this point, and it makes a lot of sense to me, and that is way back when we were hunters and gatherers that the men had to target on something specific. You know, they had to bring the, the, the food back to us, the deer or the buffalo or whatever it was, and so they would be out usually very quietly because you didn't want to scare them away, and you were absolutely facing one thing, get get the animal, bring it back, we need to eat. Whereas women would were the gatherers, and they would go out in groups to pick the berries and the herbs, and they would be picking lots of different things along the way. They would go in groups, and they would talk to scare off the little animals. So they didn't want to have to kill any any animals. They just wanted to get the berries and and the herbs to bring back. So they were more able to look at a lot of different things at the same time, plus the fact there were often a lot of children, and they had to make sure all of them were okay, were safe. So they were looking in many directions. Now, what happened from this is men have more gray matter in their brains. Gray matter is is in the brain to help us stay focused. Men have more of that. Women have more white matter, which goes across both sides of the brain, and it's for connecting. So you can see way back then, men had to focus, women had to connect. And so as women do their details today, their tendency is to connect more things and put it in place where men want to say, let's just get that done and get on to what's next. Let's bring the food back and get on to what's next. Does that make sense to you? Absolutely. You will look at today, women, there's a lot of powerful women uh, today, and when when I mention that, you look at the slow pace, and all of a sudden, before you know it, uh, even with corporate America, with government, you see women rise, but you don't see it until they actually at the top. So, oh, how did she get there? I haven't heard nothing about her, and then all of a sudden, she's there. And even when you look at the uh, the recent uh, uh, CEO of, uh, of uh, Yahoo, um, uh-huh. they went through a series of men, and then they said, okay, let's get a woman. Uh, maybe not, but I'm sure that uh, uh, they saw something else and said, hey, let's maybe not. Okay, they might just say, okay, let's get the best person, which which they did from Google, and to run a business. But you can see how she slowly kind of uh, gather things around, like what you mentioned, scares things away, uh, go in groups and gather the berries and plant things very strategically. And then you look at some of the top women uh, in the world, powerful, uh, uh, Angela Merkel, uh, Chancellor of Germany, who's really controlling Europe. Uh, in one sense, and Hillary Clinton, what's in the DNA of a person that helped them to rise to the top? Well, that's <laughs> that is a really complex kind of question and a great one. I think mm-hmm. again, it's often it's what we were fed, literally, emotionally, mm-hmm. when we were kids, and how we were able to see the world. Often, crises come in to help 
make people say, I'm going to do it differently? It's, it's that, that question is such a big one. Uh, I think that women now have been given more of the opportunity and they're taking it. A lot of the women who are in the limelight were told as children, you can do anything. You know, you can make it happen. And um, so that belief was given, whereas there are many women who are talented and skilled who were told, stay in your place, be quiet, behave, who have a bigger fight. I call it untying the knots, the N-O-T-S, the am not, cannot, should not, not good enough, not like me. You know, all those knots that we were given and if if you were given a lot of those as a child that you have more to untie now you know each story of each individual is is very different i think that what's happening though is that that the the power coming from women in positions of power in a positive way is making it easier for the next generation of women I mean, Hillary Clinton, I, I, I don't hear anybody saying, oh, she's doing a terrible job. I mean, she's been pretty amazing. Interesting, I just heard uh, Bill Clinton uh, on um, CNN the other night, and he was talking about mm-hmm. Rwanda and the guilt he felt about Rwanda, so he's gone back there many, many times to help with the society. What he was saying is there are more women in the Rwandan parliament than men, and it is a country in Africa that is making absolutely amazing changes and steps into the future. So I, I found that interesting just the other night when I heard that. Wow, I, I know you deal with a lot of CEOs um, throughout the country, a lot of workshops. Uh, you speak at a lot of events. How? What have you noticed? Uh, uh, with all these women leaders, um, can you teach them to be gutsy, or they just uh, is it something to be taught, or is it something that is just in them? Well, I think there's a combination of it's it's there that seed is in them; it just has to be watered. But I also think that the culture and the way we are in our culture is um or any culture is very very uh important and women right now the acceptance of what women have to say is so much better than it was you know in the i guess it was the 40s there used to be all these jokes on uh the radio or as television came in about women drivers you know uh, they shouldn't be driving cars they don't have the skill to do that could you imagine thinking about women not driving? And yet uh, you think imagine. about yeah, you think about places in the Middle East where in the culture it's not permitted. You know, so there is a very big cultural part of this and the United States has been the the Western world and the United States in particular has been a leader in really from the suffragettes up till now to say um, you know, speak out. It's your time. The the women leaders who are really at the top of organizations, for the most part, have learned. They they got their gutsiness trained in them earlier on. And I'm working a lot with um, the VP level and um, P 
people who are uh, high potentials for senior leadership in the ability, and this is, Tim, to me, is the most important part, in the ability to find the community, the commonality, to create partnership with, um, with you men. Because we need you and you need us. And the old women's movement, there was a time where there was a lot of anger, you know, I don't know if you remember or read about the old days of bra burning and, you know, there was kind of the men were seen as the enemy. And now we're at a place of partnership. And that's the the biggest work of the 21st century. How do we, we as women have that caring energy about us. You know, we we birth the kids and we are the major caretakers for the most part or have been. And men, so we're the carers. Men have been out making making things happen, and they've been the darers. So what I've put together, it's a time to blend caring and daring so that we women become more daring, i.e. gutsy, and men become more caring. And then we have really amazingly whole people who can really help each other go through everything that needs to happen in life. Wow. What would you like to leave us with, with this new book? What I'd like to leave with this new book is for both women and men to be able to look at some of the important aspects of a woman's journey. It's different than a men's journey. The initiations are somewhat different. We, um, the, the key here is to begin to understand each other at a deeper level and men to applaud gutsy women, and women to use their gutsiness, if you will, to create partnership with men. That's the key. Wow. One last question real quick uh, before we mention where you can get your book. Um, Maybe it's out of the field, but do you think in, in the future, you look at Hillary Clinton and her career, do you think one day she'll become president? Well, I think she's going to need a little time to recoup from all the traveling <laughs> she's been doing. <laughs> I mean, I travel a lot, but it looks like I get on an airplane in a decade compared to her. Uh, I think I I would think there would be a lot of support for Hillary if she chooses to go in that direction. Wow. So to be seen, um, to be seen. I, I, I yeah I. I wouldn't be surprised if after she takes a few vacations and I know she they say she will not continue uh in this role uh, in the next 4 years but you know you, you just don't know till then but I think she'd be wonderful. Yeah. I, I agree. Well, thank you so much and tell us where we can find your book again. Well, it's on Amazon and you look for Gutsy How Women Leaders Make Change. Or we have signed copies here, so you can go to Sylvia LaFair, and that's Sylvia with a Y, S-Y-L-V-I-A, LaFair, L-A, F as in Frank, A-I-R, SylviaLaFair.com, and um, connect with us. We have lots of of interesting information to give about this, and um, we'll be pleased to get a signed copy of the book to whoever would like it. Wow. Well, thank you again, Dr. LaFerre, coming on the program and talking about your new book. 
Oh, thanks for the invite, Tim. And you're doing a okay. great job. Keep going. Thank you. Take care. You too. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Again, it's been another production of The Core Business Show. I'm Tim Jacquet, your host. You can download this episode on iTunes and Block Talk Radio. Everybody, have a great day. Thank you for listening to The Core Business Show with Tim Jacquet. For a free quote on equipment leasing and financing, visit our website, applecapitalgroup.com. That's applecapitalgroup.com. And fill out the information to receive your free quote. We hope you'll join us for our next episode. And remember, you can always get to the core via iTunes. You'll find all our previous episodes there. Thanks again for listening to The Core Business Show with Tim Jacquet. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Avoid where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.